Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Moments ago, we heard from Salesforce.com. It shares down 5% in extended trading. It has forecast fiscal third quarter revenue that may fall short of some analyst estimates, held back by steeper competition in the market for cloud-based software and services. Stocks lower today, the S&P 500 index down five points to 2170 down two tenths of one percent for the month of august the s&p 500 index fell one tenth of one percent dow industrials lower by 53 points today ending the month at 18,400 a drop today of three tenths of one percent has stacked down two tenths of one percent gold down 480 the ounce to 1308 a drop there of four tenths of one percent i'm charlie pellet and that's a bloomberg business flash this is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Donald Trump, uh, Enrique Peña Nieto, a candidate for the U.S. presidency, the actual Mexican president. They're meeting this afternoon. The, it was, the meeting was announced just hours beforehand, but apparently there was an agenda already hammered out by both sides to set this up. Now, this is the same Donald Trump who famously said as his campaign was getting uh, off the ground during the primaries that the U.S. would build a wall with Mexico to keep out uh, illegal immigrants mm-hmm. and Mexico would, Mexico would pay for it. This just you kind of wonder if this is, you know, lambs lying down with lions or what. But uh, anyway, to make sense for it now, we're very happy to welcome back to the show from our Bloomberg Politics team, Mike Nietzsche. In fact, he's the executive editor for Bloomberg Politics. So, Mike, what's going on? The world is a complicated place. Isn't it, though? And fascinatingly (laughs) interesting. Yes, and we're all kind of struggling to compute all the angles here on uh, what's going on today and, and like you said, uh, what we uh, started thinking about just a few hours ago late last night. Um, You know, Trump has a lot to gain by going abroad and and, uh, looking presidential and standing shoulder to shoulder with the leader of another nation, especially one that he – a nation that he's criticized so heavily during his campaign – um, and the Mexican leader uh, apparently had has a lot to gain too. His uh, his approval ratings in Mexico are extremely low right now. He's heading into a State of the Union uh, later this week, and he's got a few he's got a plagiarism scandal uh, dealing with that he's dealing with too. So I think he wanted to change the subject. So, is how unusual is it for uh, a sitting president of any country to meet with someone who's running for office from the United States? It's extremely unusual, and especially in this formal of a setting, uh, we, we really can't think of another time that this has happened. Obviously, uh, there's that that old uh, saying about uh, politics stops at the water's edge for for Americans, and uh, and that there's no parties once you go abroad, but when you're campaigning on one side. Uh, that's kind of different. And I think there's, there's even some, uh, some serious, uh, uh, ways that this expresses itself, such, such as, 
whether Donald Trump can actually engage in negotiations with a foreign leader as opposed to discussions. So I think they're they're being very careful in describing everything happening today and everything happened in, in the run up to this meeting as discussions and not anything more serious. Response from the Clinton camp. Yeah, they're, they're trying to uh, remind everyone uh, about how uh, how harsh uh, Donald Trump has been towards Mexico, and how uh, no matter what happens today, it won't change the fact that he that that he said certain things and that he stands for certain things. So they're really trying to uh, focus on the substance uh, rather than the uh, you know the style of of this event today. So this is. Obviously, occurring today, uh, Donald Trump is getting ready to give a speech on immigration. Mm-hmm. How do we going to? Wh- how do you expect what happens today to weave into that speech? So yeah, I think if you take a step back and look uh, look at what people were saying about uh, Trump and his immigration proposal maybe two weeks ago, uh, it looked like he was a bit of a mess. He was him and his advisors were saying a lot of contradictory things about what he stood for and what he didn't stand for. Um, it was very confusing. They canceled an immigration speech once. They uh, they looked like they were really they were also in the middle of uh, overhauling the campaign. Uh, Matt, Paul Manafort, the former campaign chairman, left and and uh, two others took over. And so that they, they kind of looked like they didn't they weren't sure about what they were going to do. But that has culminated culminated today uh, with this kind of. Uh, bold uh, series of events that look uh, that, that look uh, like the product of a lot of planning. Okay, uh, Hispanic leaders in the United States, elected mm-hmm. officials, mm-hmm. leaders of various organizations. What are some of the latest things they've said? Do we have any response today from any of those people about Trump meeting with and Enrique mm-hmm. Peña Nieto, Mexico's president? Yeah, so the the meeting is going right, going on right now. So I'm really uh, curious to hear what what they think once it's over. But I think the uh, the uh, the comments that I saw beforehand earlier today were all quite negative. That you know, kind of in the spirit of what Hillary Clinton said uh, that. That uh, he said a lot of things and he stands for a lot of things and and no meeting can or speech. So what if Donald around. Trump says comes out and says, uh, you know what? I think Mexico is a great country. I think Mexicans are great people. And I think he has said words mm-hmm. to that effect. What he has said is he thinks that there's too many Mexican criminals. He specifically mm-hmm. said rapists who mm-hmm. are immigrating. He's also said he thinks that illegal mm-hmm. immigration, not going through the proper channels, is wrong. So mm-hmm. what if he says, yeah, I still think that, but guess what? Mm-hmm. I know that we have tons of Hispanics, you know, children of immigrants who got mm-hmm. here legally. Mm-hmm. I'm all for them. I'm all for the country. Does that? somehow start turning the tide for Donald Trump? So it's certainly a softening. It's certainly something worth trying for him. Uh, it's it's unclear whether his policies uh, can change that much, given the, the coalition he's put together so far. But if he saw and softens on certain things such as those, he might be able to attract more of the areas he's uh, struggling with, such as uh, women. When you um, say the coalition he's put together, do you mean mostly white uh, men as opposed to Hispanic or African-American? What do you mean by yeah, that coalition? Yeah, so, not, uh, so uh, white uh, men and women without college degrees is, are kind of the, the main core and they it is cool and the people running his campaign when you, you mean his followers then yes. his coalition yeah. okay so what does he have to do in your mind you got about 30 seconds left here mm-hmm. i mean is there anything he can do to convince the the, the rank and file the mm-hmm. people on the street the middle the middle class of this country who are descended mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you know hispanic immigrants that he is on their side somehow 
So I, I really think uh, we have to take this day by day. Uh, Donald Trump uh, may end today uh, very positively. You know, he, he might have uh, gone all the way to Mexico, uh, had a productive discussion and then uh, press event with uh, with uh, the Mexican president to deliver a speech. It could all be uh, it could all be quite substantive, but he's got to put together a lot more days. What's going to make that presidential debate all the more interesting? <laughs> Mike Nietzsche, thank you so very much. Executive editor for Bloomberg Politics. I want to thank Reggie Bazile, our technical director, Sam Linga, our producer, Pim Fox on vacation. Hi, Pim. Come back soon. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, the federal government lodging some antitrust complaints against Deere and Monsanto. Greg Storr from Washington on Bloomberg Law, coming up on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.